There is a pie recipe I love very much. It involves a simple flaky crust made with flour and oil. You bake this crust, let it cool, and fill it with fresh, uncooked fruit in a sweet orange sauce. A fresh fruit pie filled with peaches and blueberries is one of my favorite things. I made this pie in a hurry once. The crust came out of the oven warm and just golden. I had the filling ready. I just needed to cool the crust down. I had a schedule, expectations for when the pie would be ready. So as sometimes happen, happens when reasonable people have expectations, I did a very silly thing. I took the pie plate and began briskly waving it up and down, <laughs> up and down, hoping the air circulation would cool the pie faster. I was in a hurry, so I waved in a hurry, up and down, up and down, up and down. On one particularly energetic dance, maintaining its perfect pie form, rose spectacularly out of the pie shell. The pie plate stayed in motion physics, and the pie shell, now free, flew through the air, intact, until it hit the kitchen floor, shattering into flaky, oh-so-flaky shards. I then said a few words that one doesn't generally say from the pulpit. And then, because it was a pie crust, and after all, pie crusts are delicious, I sat among the remnants, picked the pieces off the floor, and ate them. I wish you had been there to clap for me. I think I would have felt better. My frustration mingled with a new joy, this spontaneous kitchen floor pie crust picnic. There are many lessons here. One that indeed haste can make waste. That plans and expectations and crowded schedules can result in reasonable people doing very silly things, like waving pie crusts through the air at high speeds. And the other, that spontaneity, in this case my spontaneous kitchen floor picnic, can interrupt the blur of day-to-day -day life and allow us to encounter wonder. In the words of Raymond J. Bond, to turn our sullen sense toward marvel. I started thinking about interruptions a couple of weeks ago when I helped to lead the evening Unitarian Universalist Vespers service at Occupy Boston. I talked about worship as interruption, as a sacred time where, in Reverend Tandeka's words, we discover how to find and stay present to life again. As the bustle and darkness of December unfolds around us, I think again about interruptions. This month can be a time of many, many plans, many, many expectations, of long nights and often hard nights. My prayer and hope for all of us is that we may let our plans be interrupted by wonder and accident. 
that our pie catastrophes may become picnics, that planning and expectation make way for wonder in this rich and complex season. Could we create a month where when someone asks how we're doing, instead of saying, good, you know, this time of year, we can say, good, you know, this time of year. Could we have the courage to let these beautiful and productive interruptions into our lives? Or will we choose to let pie catastrophes just be pie catastrophes, becoming bitter and resentful and ashamed at our failures or perceived failures at our interrupted schedules? I invite you to join me in wondering Let's take a moment, take a breath, in and out, and now think of all of your plans and expectations for December. Think of all of them, as many as you can think of. Think of holidays and holy days, Yule and Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's Eve, Think of how the nights will continue to lengthen and the days shorten as we approach the solstice. Think of all the things that you should do or could do. Think of the community you might experience. Think of the solitude you might experience. Keep breathing. And this Whatever just flew before your mind's eye, these are your expectations of December. Some of that might happen, some of it might not. And most importantly, we don't know. When I first began my unit of clinical pastoral education as a hospital chaplain intern at Massachusetts General Hospital, my fellow interns and I were full of anxiety. What would we say to the patients we visited? How would we talk to the doctors and nurses? What if we made someone cry? What if we never made anyone cry? <laughs> we were sure it would be awful. My supervisor would often pause us in the midst of our anxiety, interrupt us, if you will, and ask, do you think you can predict the future? Mm. No, no, we would say then do you think you can predict that it, will be, that it would be awful, she would ask. No, we would say. I can't predict the future, but there is a very loud, stubborn voice in my head that thinks it can. Perhaps you have this voice in your head as well. Perhaps that voice is making predictions about this coming month the things that will go well, the things that won't go well. Part of intentionally allowing spontaneity and sacred time to interrupt our lives includes talking back to that voice that thinks it knows everything, that thinks it can predict the future, and that is sure that the future will be a disaster. Sacred time is being in the moment full presence, 
paying attention to what's going on as it occurs. Sacred time is so not that loud, stubborn voice that thinks it can predict the future. For some of us, this month means solitude, for others, community, for some connection, for others, yearning or grief. Regardless of whether December means the joy or tension of family, evenings with best friends or coworkers or evenings alone, the wave of shoulds, coulds, wants, and perhaps most dangerous of all, musts, can threaten to engulf us. These expectations come title in their quantity. I really should send cards this year. I really should send cards earlier this year. I really should buy that. I really should not buy that. Our schedules may become overburdened with important and emotionally taxing activities, budgeting for gifts or travel, wondering whether and what to give a new love or spouse or grandchild. Navigating all of these dynamics of our lives with tation that this is the holidays, it has to be perfect. That was in all caps. <laughs> Spontaneity is a strong ally in this season where an expectation of perfection can turn the easiest going among us into planners with color-coded to-do lists, Excel sheets on Google Docs. Spontaneity allows us to encounter wonder and be open to beautiful accidents. This December, when I, I invite you to think about saying yes to an invitation that isn't in your Google Calendar or that interrupts your expectations for the day. I invite you to say yes when, to borrow words from the hymn we'll soon sing, someone says, come sing a song with me. Come dream a dream with me. Come walk and reign with me that I might know your mind. This might be an opportunity to let spontaneity rescue you to let you be interrupted in the holiest of ways. Just as spontaneity, the very thing that can offer us ways to bring wonder and rest to our days is often sacrificed in our busyness or in our exhaustion. Worship is also easy to sacrifice. When our mood saddens as it often does in the winter months and tasks like buying groceries or washing the sheets take up more energy than normal. Coming to church on Sunday morning or attending the monthly contemplative worship on Wednesday night can seem impossible. When our schedules grow laden with tasks and people to attend to, worship can seem an easy thing to let go of. It is this very month that we need worship the most not just because I'm your ministerial intern. <laughs> we need this invitation to drop into a sacred pause. We need a structure that asks us to make time for that pause. Worship disrupts our brains, much like lying in bed and listening to the rain quieted Tanya's mind. 
singing together, lighting candles and reflecting on our joys and sorrows, sitting in silence or in the spirit of prayer, disrupts our busy, busy minds. Worship is like air in well-baked bread, a spaciousness that transforms the dense dough of our daily lives into deliciousness. It gives us a weekly time to stop whatever else and be here. Earlier this morning, we sung together about this practice of gathering the spirit to witness the mystery of this hour. Our souls need to gather, to gather in peace, gather in thanks, gather in sympathy, gather in hope. The holidays that are celebrated in December are all in some way interruptions of the darkness. Though they may celebrate the gifts of holy dark, they also interrupt that dark, letting the light shine in. Whether in the form of glowing candles on a menorah or canorah, twinkling Christmas lights on an evergreen, or the colorful smattering of secular city-sponsored holiday lights above roads or wound around lampposts. The light sparkles, promising warmth, energy, and the eventual return of spring. So we're in this season of celebrating interruptions. May we too be interrupted by spontaneity. May we too seek out the spirit-filled interruption of worship. Shane Claiborne, a leading thinker and writer about social justice and the movement of intentional spiritual community called new monasticism, reflects on interruptions from the Christian tradition. Interruptions are a theme in scripture, he writes. We have a God who is continually interrupting us interrupting our routines, our patterns of inequity, our status quo. Abraham's life was interrupted. Moses's life was interrupted. Claiborne turns to the Gospels for stories of Jesus being interrupted. Jesus at a wedding when his mother interrupts him. Jesus interrupts of a demon-possessed man. Jesus on the way to visit a sick child when a touch on his sleeve interrupts him. The incredible thing, writes Claiborne, is that Jesus was always available and attentive to the interruptions and surprises. This December, we have the ability to let spontaneity and worship be in our lives in a way that will nourish us that will turn us from the blind blur of busyness or exhaustion to wonder and full presence. May we join with Raymond J. Bond who prays, teach me to turn my sullen sense toward wonder, that green and red and dark and day concur with the returning life I am. May we recall the wisdom of Jesus who was available and attentive to interruptions, even in his fullest moments. May we let spontaneity and worship and the potential for a kitchen floor picnic interrupt our plans and expectations. May we be interrupted. <laughs>
Amen, and blessed be.